I should be fucking recording this because I'm looking stunning and we want clips, don't we? I'm just doing it. I'm just fucking doing a podcast. I've just decided to do it. I was recording some material and I just really hated the fact that scripted stuff is really hard for me. I might get better at it. You know, Brene Brown talks about fucking first times, FFTs, and that we need to just be generous with ourselves because the first time we do anything, it's probably going to be shit. Also, Jimbo talked about clowning and how the first time you do anything, that's where all the magic is. So clowns often don't like to rehearse. And maybe that is an excuse. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's actually the real tea. Here we go. My name is Amraj Lally, at Relational Intelligence on Instagram. Welcome to my podcast. What are we calling the podcast? You have to be open and honest. Just be honest. You're looking too fast. I'm honest. That's who I am. You're not being honest. Everybody wants me to be open, open. honest, No one else is speaking up. Come on. Why are you torturing I her? I thought I was being honest. We are going to bring it up. I really feel like I have been open, honest, funny. Open and honest with Amraj Lally. No <laughs> On the roster, Carla Mauricio, the ultra-tense scene that was really foreshadowing their split. Lisa Barlow echoing my analysis of her conflict with Meredith. So she must have seen it. Erica Jane, she's doing something which I think is actually very interesting. And it's probably not what you think, I would say. And we're talking about triangles. Although triangles might be a very natural and common arrangement of relationships, there's actually a lot of danger when people operate in triangles. been another really fun week of the housewives there's so many series all on at the same time and there's a lot there to talk about am i allowed to click there's a lot there to talk about that's one without clicks just in case we need to do it so carla mauricio is a big one carl did this one thing that really commanded my respect how many tattoos do you have right now five seriously I think that's enough, yeah? Mm, I don't know. I think I'm going to get another one. Not being it's enough. It's really common to feel out of sync when someone close to you changes their lifestyle. But I was really taken aback when Mauricio was just so forceful. Five tattoos is a lot. If I want to, I will. I will not allow that. It's my body. I saw Carl's retort as a declaration of her autonomy. You don't need any more tattoos. You don't have a choice. You know, her assertiveness is one of the major reasons that I love The Real Housewives. When we get a franchise that's all about women speaking with loudness, with assertiveness and aggression even, I think it's really refreshing, especially considering the backdrop of many efforts to suppress women's voices throughout history. I'm at a point in my life, I don't have to explain anything to anybody anymore. And there was something about this version of Carl that I really resonated with. But as I learned more and more about relational psychology, I was also seeing the things that weren't going right. And that's the reason why I'm doing this podcast, all of this work here today. It's something that I've embarked on myself. I'm still on my own journey. And if there's anything I can do to develop the conversation, engage in a conversation, create new conversations, then I'm doing my job. Even though Carl's resolve really commanded my respect, there was one element of authenticity that was missing. And it's a strange, unexpected piece of the puzzle. I'm supposed to go to... Portugal during Porsche spring break. I don't know if you guys want to all go to Portugal and make it fun. I have stuff I have to do here. It seems to be a very business-like conversation, right? But I was interpreting it that maybe there was a bid for connection, which is the Gottman and Gottman concept. They signal a need for attention or connection. So even though Kyle is just kind of very matter-of-factly saying, hey, I can't make Portugal, I think there's something underneath that. 
Having an authentic voice is a much more subtle art. I don't think I'd be able to do, go anywhere like that. I can't go to Portugal. At all? Not during that window, no. Was this Mauricio's bid for connection that Kyle didn't necessarily see? Psychologist Harriet Lerner talks about the actual secret of having an authentic voice is having the courage to voice the full spectrum, which includes discontent and appreciation alike. So if you can't find much positive to speak to about the other person, you've lost perspective. Oh my God, she's definitely seen the clip. I can't believe that Lisa echoed one of my clips breaking down her conflict with Meredith. I think it can't be a coincidence. I need to know what you guys think. If you remember, this was my breakdown of Lisa and Meredith's conflict last year. Lisa, you are an interrupter. Please stop interrupting. Labeling is not a good idea, in my opinion, to label someone. It's one of the many below the belt tactics that Harry Lerner outlines, things that we should avoid. The things that we kind of easily go into when we're in a conflict, but usually get us nowhere we want to be. They light ammunition onto the flames of an already burning conflict. She must have seen it. Let's just roll the clip. She said I'm just like her mom after equating her to Ted Bundy. Right, my mom. Did you catch that? When I went to dinner with my mom and my mom didn't like what I was saying, she turned to a plant. And then she responds saying, She's labeling. I'm labeling you. I think it can't be a coincidence. I need to know what you guys think. I'm like Ted Bundy, okay. Ted Bundy, that might be one of the worst labels yet. So if I'm getting this right, Lisa is now Linda, Monica's mom, and I'm the plant. I'd prefer to be compared to a plant than a serial killer. I'll take it. This is not a good label. Even though this is a really entertaining scene, and I love both of these women, there was something here that I just needed to draw attention to. My best advice is to avoid labelling. Can I avoid labelling all the time? Right now, no, but I'm on my journey, and when I do avoid it, I think I get into much better territory. Okay, so everyone's been talking about this clip of Erica Jane, but they're missing this one big thing. I need to be a better friend. Yeah. How can I do this? You're going to need to be able to look at what your friends are going through, and you're going to need to have some empathy for them. How do I get that? Do you imagine being in that person's shoes with their background and their history? People are being really critical and saying, how the hell did she not know this? But actually, I think it's a really, really common myth about empathy. Actually, let's look this fucking definition up because I keep talking about this. Ah! Okay, empathy definition. On the Masterclass website, they say that in a broader sense, empathy is a cognitive and emotional skill to understand, relate, and mutually share in another person's experience to understand their emotional pain better. According to psychologist Daniel Goleman, understanding the emotional state of others is one of the primary components of emotional intelligence. Try to imagine what that feels like emotionally. Yeah. Some people struggle. There's lots of different reasons for that, including compassion fatigue, cognitive bias, lack of connection, etc. While Erica hasn't always been my favourite person, I think it's really admirable that she's actually trying to develop this thing, even if it's for all the wrong reasons, in inverted commas. Positive change is always a good thing in my books. The fourth scene, we're talking about triangles. Although triangles might be a very natural and common arrangement of relationships, there's actually a lot of danger when people operate in triangles. I've decided to bring all the girls together. I'm going to host this Nuevo Horizontes party, New Horizons. Are you inviting 
all the girls? Are you inviting Adriana or not? I can't because I'm inviting Marisol and Steve and Marisol does, you know, and that's her thing with her. I think the best situation is when you are having a person-to-person interaction and there isn't someone in the middle. One of the great things is that Alexia was prompted by Julia to have a conversation with Adriana. Whatever you decide, I respect and I understand. But look at it from the outside. You calling it New Horizon, which is great. We need it. And one single girl is not invited. It's going to create some kind of tension. It's going to create a bit of taste in the mouth. And I understand if Marisol is feeling uncomfortable and maybe you feel pressured because you are a great friend. Look, Julie is having her person-to-person relationship with Alexia and Adriana is now able to have her person-to-person relationship when people operate in triangles. It halts person-to-person interactions where real issues can be discussed in a clarifying way and the energies aren't being diffused or complicated by a third party. When I hurt you, inadvertently or not, it hurts me back. And I believe you feel the same. The same, yeah. Words, you know, I'm human. You cut me, I'm gonna bleed. I think the mutual respect between Adriana and Alexia and that real connection is what helped them resolve conflict. I respect you, Alexia. I respect you too. I'm sorry, okay? I'm sorry. And the researchers, the psychologists, they are saying this. It's really not so much about the conflict. It's about whether you can repair that conflict. That's what speaks to the success of a relationship. And I think they're both able to kind of discuss their intentions and get back to that mutual level of respect. This is also why it's so important that there are real human relationship dynamics that represent authentic friendships. That doesn't mean they have to have already known each other necessarily, but if it's apparent that these people are being forced together who don't like each other, then we haven't really got a good reality show, have we? T, okay. I literally decided to do this just now. I had all my mic equipment up and I thought it was time. So stay tuned for more talking shit and talking psych with me. Is that going to be the catchphrase? I think it might need to be. Jad's going to be very pleased because he loves when I'm on 10 or when I'm on 11. Maybe actually you need to starve me. And I do not mean that in a very serious way. I mean that more because I'm a little bit antsy because I haven't eaten lunch. I just had a little bit of sourdough on my way back from M&S. Maybe it's giving me the energy that I need. I think my producer, Jat is going to be very proud of me. Even though he's not here, he's always there. I'm making him sound like George. That's my way of pronouncing God for the lols. Thank you. Love you lots. I want to leave you, though, with one quote. And I can't remember where the bloody hell I've stored it. No, I found it. That was actually very quick. It's going to sound like I just edited two clips together. I just want to remind you that being a fly on the wall in these clips can only ever give us a perspective from a certain angle. One of my favourite Harriet Lerner quotes is that there are never just two ways to understand or tackle any particular human problem. There are seven ways, or maybe 19 or 100. My hope is that we just keep expanding our knowledge and developing more relational intelligence. That's it.